You're listening to the Life Coaching Secrets Podcast, episode number 83. Did you know that life coaches are needed now more than ever? I'm Frank Macri, founder of Thriving Coach Academy. I've trained over a thousand coaches and helped them launch their own successful coaching businesses. If you want to make an incredible income and impact as a coach and have a lot of fun doing it, I'll show you exactly how to get it done. This is Life Coaching Secrets. What's up, coaches? In this episode, I'm going to talk about spirituality and the role that it plays in entrepreneurship. I've been really excited to share this episode for a while now, and I've put in so much work outlining how to convey the points I want to share with you all here. I recorded this episode already, and then right when I finished, I thought, you know what? (laughs) I got to do that one one more time, uh, which is something I don't normally do, but I realized that there was even more that I wanted to share because spirituality is such an integral part of entrepreneurship. And it's something that a lot of people don't think about or talk about. And as someone who's been in the life coaching industry for eight plus years now, I've come back to spirituality over and over again. In fact, spirituality, my spirituality is greatly informed by my journey as an entrepreneur. Spirituality has guided me through a lot of really tough times as a business owner. So whether you are becoming a coach or starting a business or currently running your own business, um, I, I think there's going to be a lot of concepts that I share in this episode that you'll really love. Now, uh, this episode is not going to be based off of any one religion. Um, so it doesn't matter if you are religious or not. I think that we all have a, a draw to spirituality in some way. I'm going to define what I mean by spirituality in this episode. And whether you see yourself as a woo-woo person or not, um, there are going to be a lot of tips that I share that, that, that will guide you in your journey as an entrepreneur. So when I look at spirituality, when I think about that term, I define spirituality as the exploration of your relationship with yourself and also with something beyond or something greater. So I want to talk about, before I go into your your relationship with yourself and your relationship with something greater, I want to talk about the idea of having a calling. So perhaps you've heard before of having a, a calling in your life. And I think of a calling as like something that you feel is the work you're supposed to do or the contribution that you're supposed to make. And I think that life gives us clues and signals as to what our calling is. And those signals and clues and signs become greater and greater and more powerful and stronger over time. So a lot of times when I talk with coaches and they're getting started in the academy, they will say the word calling. They will say that they feel that coaching is their calling. It doesn't even feel like a job for them or a new career. It really feels like something deeper, work that they are called to do. Like something greater in their life is calling them to become a coach. And I I felt that myself when I got started. Right when I learned about life coaching, something inside me lit up that I hadn't felt before. And I realized that this is something that I am fully drawn to. My whole being is drawn to coaching and it's a very powerful feeling. And I've realized that 
your dreams and your calling, it doesn't leave you alone. It might start out as a little whisper and then you might push it away or your fear might cause you to question it or be skeptical about it or ignore it. But that whisper becomes louder and louder over time. And it's something that we can either listen to and honor and express to live out our purpose or we can continue to ignore it. But unfortunately, when you do that, it becomes sadness and it becomes guilt and it becomes regret. So I think that the very first, the very first part of spirituality entrepreneurship and the intersect between both of those is knowing what a calling is, right? Because people don't just randomly start a business um, they're called to, especially with coaching. I can't really speak for any other industry, but I know with coaching, because there's so much meaning and fulfillment that comes from this work and such a powerful transformation that you see people experience through coaching, that this is something that you often feel called to do. And I think that's the first spiritual element in entrepreneurship as a coach is that seed is planted and you have that calling. And once you have it, it doesn't go away. Okay, so you may be someone listening to this podcast, you maybe have that calling and maybe you've just been drawn to coaching, but you didn't really think of the word calling. And I want you to consider what if coaching is something that you're called to do, right? What if it's something that a greater force outside of you is nudging you towards and it is really what your purpose is? I think that your calling is what guides you on your purposeful path in life. It's what allows you to live a life of purpose, right? It's the thing that you are called to do. And sometimes your your fearful primitive brain tells you, you know, well, mm, you're not ready or you're not good enough or it's not the right time, the circumstances aren't right. But there is the voice, that the higher voice, our higher self, higher power, whatever you want to call it, that you must listen to in order to honor yourself and honor your calling. So I want to talk about the first your relationship with yourself and how that evolves through entrepreneurship. And then I'm going to talk about your relationship to something greater, something beyond you, and how that also becomes a big part of entrepreneurship. So first, your relationship with yourself. So as, as someone who's been running my own business for many years now, almost a decade, which is wild to think about. I have grown so much as a person in that span of time. And a lot of that growth I attribute to running my own business. Uh, When I got started as a coach, I had a lot of insecurities. I had a lot of fears. Uh, I didn't think I was interesting enough or good enough or wise enough. And I also had a lot of shame around the sound of my voice. Um, It was a shame that I carried with me for many years of my life. I thought my voice didn't matter. I thought I didn't have much value to offer to the world. And entrepreneurship, honoring this path and following it has encouraged me to put myself out there, to discover my voice, and to offer my gifts freely to the world in a way that I never would have thought before. And I attribute that to this path of entrepreneurship. Because without it, I don't know if I really would have been able to discover this version of myself that I'm able to experience and, and, and have an amazing life with. And I know that the journey is not going to end. I'm only going to continue to grow and learn. And I'm excited about that as an entrepreneur because I know that the learning 
never stops. And there's so much that I thank entrepreneurship for, all those challenges, because I am a version of myself that I'm really proud of and I never thought was even possible. So if you are afraid to share your voice and put yourself out there and you do have parts about you that you find it a little hard to accept, entrepreneurship is that opportunity for you to discover who you really are, what the truth really is about your potential. And if you have those fears and insecurities, it's that's okay, it's normal. And that's more reason for you to lean in and let entrepreneurship guide you to become the person that you want to be. I tell my coaches very often that the uh, one of the most rewarding parts of entrepreneurship is not the money, even though the money's been fantastic and great, and I love that part of it, but really the most rewarding, fulfilling part is the person that I've been able to become and being able to see that evolution happen over time has been a result of entrepreneurship. So your relationship with yourself evolves so much in this path as an entrepreneur, okay? Now, part of kind of similar to your relationship with yourself, or I guess this might be a separate category of of spirituality with entrepreneurship, it's your relationship with money. Now, when you think about entrepreneurship and capitalism and business, a lot of times people disassociate how spirituality is very integrated in that. Um, in fact, I've spoken with some people that think and have been concerned that if they make a lot of money as a business owner, that they're going to lose their soul. I've had people tell me these exact words. They're afraid they're going to lose their soul um, and they're going to lose their morals and values when they become financially successful. And you know, if you have that idea for yourself, then you're certainly not alone because it's fed to us in so many ways in our culture that you know, money is the opposite of spiritual. And you can't really be a kind, compassionate, loving person and also be very wealthy and have a lot of financial resources at the same time. And I think that that's all garbage. That's just totally limited thinking because you can absolutely have both. In fact, I think that, um, and I found that making more money has actually increased the capacity of my kindness and compassion because the more I have, the more I have to give back, the more I have to contribute. So entrepreneurship has, and success through that has guided me to become a more kind, giving, generous person. So if you have ideas that, you know, you, you rich people are greedy, they don't have a soul, I encourage you to really question that and challenge that. Um, because it's certainly not true. Um, entrepreneurship, and when you make lots and lots of money as an entrepreneur, you get to give back in a greater way. So if you're someone who values compassion and giving, then entrepreneurship and having your own business and become, becoming very successful at that and making as much money as you want is only going to expand you, the amount you're able to give. So you can think of entrepreneurship and money as like a magnifier. If, you, if you're already a kind and compassionate person, money is going to magnify the amount of kindness that you can share with others and the, the impact of, of how that kindness can really affect so many people, okay? Um, so money is certainly a 
a resource that we need to function in our society. And it's also amazing fuel that that you can use in your business to expand really how much you offer and contribute into the world. Now, the other spiritual part of money is that not just you know making money is very spiritual, but also spending and investing your money. It's a very spiritual experience. Now, I want you to think for yourself, in your life, think of some of the most life-changing decisions you've made, some of the most defining moments or turning points in your life. It probably involved you spending money on something or making an investment in something. Like when I look back at my life, some of the most life-changing moments were the times when I spent money. So money is such a great teacher for us because it wakes us up to new possibilities and new chapters. For example, when I, had, when I graduated college, I bought a ticket to China, a one-way ticket, because I decided I wanted to teach English there for a couple of years. And that was also when I began to plant the seeds for my coaching business and I started to receive training on how to be a great coach and all of that. So Spending that money on that plane ticket, it was one of the most intense, scary moments in my life because it was the moment I realized, okay, this is happening. I'm doing this. I'm going to lean in. I'm starting a new chapter. I am creating my own, my own path. I'm blazing my own trail. Um, so a lot of our most defining, intense moments in our life are moments that involve money. There's a lot of spirituality involved in that. I remember times in my business as well um, that I've struggled. I realized I needed to invest in my business. I needed to spend money on my vision and on my dream. And I remember one time I was interested in hiring a mentor and he was charging $15,000 for his program. And I had so much going on in my spirit and in my soul, a lot of conflict between my what my spirit wanted and what my fear was trying to prevent me from doing. And I had to have this really big internal dialogue where my higher self, my more spiritual self, needed to calm down my primitive fearful self and say, listen, you're going to be okay. Like this is, you've got to follow what your spirit's guiding you to do and not give into your fears. And I invested the $15,000 and so much opened up for me after that investment as I was able to receive that support that I needed and that my business needed. So every single time in my business, when I've made a significant investment in it, especially when it's an investment in mentorship and coaching, those have been moments where I've needed to connect with my spirit and my soul on an even greater level and not give in to my fears. And there have been chapters in my business where I've really put a lot on the line and really needed to like hope and pray to something greater that things were going to work out um, because there were, there were some fears I had around, am I going to make money this month? Am I going to be able to pay my bills? Am I, going to, uh, am I going to be able to keep this business going? Um, and that's what leads me to the, the next topic I want to talk about, which is your relationship with something greater. Okay, so what I've talked about so far is how spirituality involves your relationship with yourself and how that evolves a lot as an entrepreneur and your relationship with money. And also we talked about your calling, having that sense of purpose. And I think one of the most uh, in, like transformational parts of entrepreneurship 
is how it shifts your relationship to something greater, something beyond you. Now, it doesn't matter what you might believe in or the term you might use to describe something greater. You might call that God. You may call that the universe. You may call it spirit. Um, so I like to just simplify all of that and call it GUS, G-U-S, which, which stands for God, Universe, Spirit. So for this episode, just to make things simpler, I'm just going to refer to the greater force that something beyond. I'm just going to call that GUS, okay? So as an entrepreneur, you will have times when you need to take a leap of faith, when you need to trust your 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 gut, your instincts, when you need to pursue something new when you're not entirely sure what the outcome or the result is going to be. And I've had many times in my journey as an entrepreneur where I've needed to take leaps of faith. I needed to jump in without all the answers being there in front of me. And these are moments that have tested my faith so deeply, more than any other experience I've gone through in my life. I, my running my business has required me to have more faith than I've ever had before. And the thing is, every single time that I've needed to take a leap of faith, everything's worked out. Everything's actually gotten better. So this is one of the reasons I love entrepreneurship so much because it's given me the opportunity to know that there is something greater out there that's guiding you, that's holding you, that's making sure you're going to be okay. Because I was someone who was riddled with anxiety when it came to making decisions before I started entrepreneurship. I was so afraid that I wasn't going to be okay. Entrepreneurship is going to challenge that for you. (laughs) You're going to have times where you will need to make decisions and move forward even when you're afraid And the only way to make those decisions is by having some form of faith or trust in something greater, right? You can only trust yourself so much. And then there's going beyond that and knowing that, you know what, I'm going to be okay. Something else is guiding me, is holding me, is there for me. So there was a chapter in my business where the, the way that I structured my business for about two, two and a half years was I would plan a lot of my business around um, about three in-person summits a year. So when I say summit, I plan these two to three day deep intensive workshops where I would promote those workshops for the majority of the year. And then during those workshops, I'd have the attendees come and I'd provide a lot of value. And at the end of those workshops, I would make a, a very big offer for a high ticket coaching program that I was selling. Uh, I would sell that program for $5,000, $10,000. And I needed to market those, those summits throughout the year um, because they were two, three days. They were bigger events. So people needed more, more time to prepare for that. And it was a more of an investment for them to join in those since it was a longer, wasn't just like an hour, two hour workshop. This was a weekend um, experience. And I would spend sometimes months marketing them and making not a lot of money in those months. But I was banking on these summits giving that payback. So as I shared earlier, I only did two or three summits a year. And this, these were the weekends where I would make the majority of my income for the entire year. So there would be months where I'd be marketing the summits and I would be promoting them and getting people to sign up. 
And throughout that time, I needed to have faith. I needed to believe that it was going to be okay, that I was going to make the money I wanted to make, help the people I wanted to help, and keep my business alive. And no matter what, it always worked out. And the reason it worked out is because I held that faith the entire time. I believed so deeply that it was going to be okay, that I was being guided, I was being held by Gus. And every single time things worked out, my bills were paid. I was able to afford my life and and everything just continued to grow from there. Okay, so one of the fundamental beliefs that that I have in my spiritual Um, set of beliefs and that I encourage you to have for yourself is the belief that the universe is working for you, never against you. Gus is working for you and never against you. So I I know it might sound a little bit weird, but I want you to stay with me here. I have this belief that I'm being held at all times by the universe, right? When things, when circumstances in my life are very uncertain or unpredictable or in times of my life when my business Um, wasn't having stable income, I just anchored myself in that belief. I'm going to be okay. The universe is holding me. And I believe that all of us, we are energetically being held by Gus. Gus is always there for us. And Gus is what is encouraging us to lean into those leaps of faith. Because when you think about it, that's what Gus is there for. That's Gus's job. That's when Gus shows us their power. When we can take a leap of faith and release this need to control everything and let Gus show us that they're going to be there for us no matter what. They're going to make sure that we're okay. Gus wants you to live your fullest life. That's what Gus is there for. Gus is there to catch you when you jump into new opportunities. So when you, when you shy away from that, when you, when you dismiss new opportunities, when you don't give yourself a chance and you don't bet on your, your vision and your goals, it's like you're depriving Gus of doing Gus's job, which is to hold you and support you and just show you what an amazing life you can be living. So I want you to really take from this episode that the universe is holding you. Gus is there holding you at all times, okay? Um, and I'm also really big. This is kind of related to the, the concept that the universe, God, spirit is always there supporting you. It's there. It's for you. It's not against you. And I really believe deeply in guardian angels, Okay, so I believe that at times in our life, we have people that are placed in our life to remind us of this concept that Gus is always there. We're being supported by something greater. And sometimes these guardian angels might even really protect us from, from potential danger because I think that like our life is really written out for us and when we can honor that and lean into that and trust that, we're able to live the most incredible life. So one example I love to share when I talk about guardian angels is there was a, years ago, I was working out in a public gym in Seattle and I was using a, I was doing the bench press, which if you don't know what that is, you lay on a bench, you lift up a heavy bar with weights on it, you bring it down to your chest and you keep lifting it up. Now this was not a supported or assisted bench press. So 
I'm responsible for putting this, for putting the bar back onto the rack when I finish. So I started doing my, my bench press workouts, working on my chest. And I, as I was getting close to finishing, I went to put the bar back on the rack, but I couldn't. There was, there was a weight that was, that had moved and prevented me from putting the bar on the rack. So here I was laying on the bench. I'm holding this incredibly heavy bar and my life flashed before my eyes. I was so scared thinking I might drop this bar on me because if you let go, the bar just falls on you. And I really was afraid that I was going to drop the bar and all this weight was going to crush my chest. And I had like, it just seemed like I had a matter of seconds that I could really last holding this heavy bar, I couldn't figure out how to get it back on the rack. So suddenly out of nowhere, uh, some bystander in the gym came up and he grabbed the bar and he put it on the rack for me. And I got up and I looked at him and I started thanking him so profusely saying, I really appreciate you. (laughs) I, I was about to drop this. And he said, no problem. My pleasure. It's all good. And I I was still processing what had just happened because I was really afraid for my life just moments earlier. And then I looked back around to thank this man again, and he was gone. And I finished my workout. But as I was going home, I was reflecting on that experience. And I thought, this person was a guardian angel. I feel like they were placed to make sure that I was going to be okay because it just wasn't my time to go. This, it wasn't meant for my life to end this way. It wasn't meant for me to, you know, have this happen to me. And you might hear this story and think, you know, oh, you know, whatever. You might not really read into it that much as, as much as I did, but I'm always looking for evidence that the universe is supporting me, that the universe is guiding me, that there are guardian angels out there supporting me. And I encourage you to try on these thoughts because you're going to start seeing the evidence and the subtle ways that you are being looked after. You are going to be okay. Okay. It's one of the most important beliefs to have that the universe is guiding you. So I believe that we have these angels that are put into our life to remind us of that, to make sure that we are, we are anchored. We are living the life that we're supposed to live. I really think that there was a divine reason that that person was there. And that's just one of many examples of times in my life where um, something bad was going to happen, but I had a guardian angel protect me, or I had something that happens that just fell right into place, okay? So I want to end this episode with a few final thoughts to summarize what I talked about here. Um, so I want you to remember that the universe has your back. Gus is there supporting you and holding you at all times. You have guardian angels that are on this planet right now watching over you. And they're going to be there for you. They're going to protect you when you really need it. Okay? They're going to protect you when you really, really need it. But otherwise, the universe is there just excited for you to take that leap of faith, to show you how it's there to guide you and protect you and make sure that everything's going to work out. Now, entrepreneurship, it's going to stretch you. It's going to be uncomfortable. And it's going to uncover truths about yourself that are going to fill up your heart and your soul and your spirit. Entrepreneurship is going to show you a life that you never would have thought imaginable. And it's going to give you that sense of contribution. It's going to give your life so much purpose and meaning. 
One final thing to remember whenever you're looking to take a leap of faith or make some kind of decision that, you know, might be really scary is I love having the thought, look at how far I've made it already, right? Like at this, I'm, I'm sure everyone listening to this, you have gone through challenging experiences in your life, right? You've already shown to yourself that you've been able to overcome challenging times. Look at how far you've made it already in your life. Look at all the changes you've been through and how you've become stronger through all of those experiences. So whatever opportunity or challenge that is presenting itself to you in your life right now, or that presents itself to you in the near future that you might hesitate about or have fear and question, am I going to be okay? I want you to remember how far you've already made it and remember that Gus, Gus is there. Gus has your back. All right. That's what I got in this episode on the spirituality of entrepreneurship. Um, Thanks for tuning in. And before I go, another reminder, uh, the tuition for Thriving Coach Academy will be increasing very soon. By the new year, we'll be be increasing our tuition. So now is a really great time. I want to give you that uh, notification just in advance so that way you can be prepared and uh, that way you can know exactly how to figure out your way to move forward if you are wanting to become a coach and get started. Now is such an amazing time. So be sure to book a, book a call with our admissions team. We'll figure out what your goals are as a coach. We'll make sure that the academy can help you meet all those goals. And I hope to have our team supporting you if it is something that you feel called to do. We would love to work with you on building your coaching business of your dreams. Thanks again for tuning in and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, would you like access to powerful coaching tools you can use on yourself and clients right away? For being a listener of the podcast, I'm giving you a VIP guest pass to get a sneak peek into my coach training program. Inside, you'll learn our coach's secret tool they use to transform their clients' lives. And you'll also get a training on how to launch a coaching business. Just head over to www.thrivingcoachacademy.com slash VIP to get started. I'll see you on the inside.